Good morning, welcome. Today's Chumash portion for the portion of Tzav, chapter 8 in Leviticus. Having completed the rundown on the details of the various types of sacrifices, we now jump over or segue over or bridge over to a whole different portion. And chapter 8 in Leviticus is one of those classic examples of Ein Mugdam Umauchar Batorah, of the rule that there is no necessary chronological order in the Torah. Because here we go back in time. As Rashi will explain, up to now we've been talking about create the tabernacle, build the tabernacle, and the tabernacle was built and it was erected, and they did this and they did that and they did the other and they're coming and they're going, and this is the sacrifice. And all of a sudden in chapter 8 we go back in time to before the tabernacle was dedicated. This chapter goes back to the 23rd of Adar, a week before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, a week before dedication day, when you had the week of practice. It's called Shivas Yemei HaMiluyim, the seven days of consecration. One, Vaidaber Hashem HaMosheh Leimer. Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, Kaches Aharon, take Aharon, Vyazbonavito, and his sons with him. How many sons did Aaron have? At this point in time, he had four sons. Nodav, Avihu, Elozer, and Isomar. As we will learn, Nodav and Avihu died a week after this portion was given, on dedication day, on the eighth day. The ace habgodim take also the special garments of the Kohen. The ace shemen amishchan take the anointing oil. The ace parachatos and the bull of the sin offering. The ace shnei and the two rams. The ace sal hamatzas and the basket of matzas. You got to take all the stuff we talked about earlier. Rashi, what's going on here? Says Rashi, parsha zu nemra. Rashi tells us that this portion was stated. Shivas Yomim Kedem Akomas HaMishkan. Seven days before the Mishkan was erected. Again, the precise date, the 23rd of Adar 2449. She'ein Mugdam Umauchar Batora. Another proof that there is no necessary chronological order in the Torah. Because yesterday's portion came. At a, at a point much later than today's portion. In some Chamoshim, they have actually a sequence of dates of all of these portions, and we see how out of order they are. So what is the order in Torah? The order in Torah is the lesson that we can learn. It's not a chronological order, it's a Torah order. Kaches aharein, the Rebbe would often say, the Torah is Nishkin history book. The Torah is not a history book. Because if it was a history book, it should be in chronological order. The Torah is a book of teachings. Torah, Miloshen, Oro'o. The word Torah means lesson, teaching. Kachas Aaron. What does it mean, take Aaron? Should Moshe take him by, by the collar? How should he take him? So here Rashi, as he often does, comments on the grammar of the Hebrew word take. Kochenu bidvorim. Take him with words. 
draw him with words. It's a verbal taking. Umoshchehu and attract him. Ve'es parachatos elo ho'emurim. This refers, I'm sorry, ho'emurim. This refers to that which is mentioned. Be'inyin tzavos ha'miluyim bivata tetzava. In the section of the commandment of the week of consecration. Where was that? Quite a few portions ago in Tetzava, we have the commandment for this week. And now, on the first day of consecration, he goes and he urges once again to do it. So from here we learn an important lesson, that we always need a commandment ahead of time, and then we need a commandment again on the day. Now, verse 3, this is not going to be a private service, but you must gather together the entire congregation. Every Jew needs to see this phenomenon. El Pesach at the gateway of the tabernacle. Hakel El Pesach How do you gather together 600,000 men between the age of 20 and 60, or millions of people, if you count everyone, at the gateway of a tabernacle, says Rashi from the Medrash, this is one of the places, where a small geographical location contained a large group of people. Every Jew saw the dedication, ceremony, the anointing, the inauguration of Aaron and his sons. Verse 4, Vayas Moshe Moshe did, exactly as God commanded him. And very often our sages say, this is what makes Moshe great. Despite the fact that he was the greatest scholar who ever lived, Moses the lawgiver, he listened and he did exactly what God told him to do. When all else fails, follow the directions. Vatikoel ho'edo, and the congregation gathered together and assembled, El Pesach at the gateway of the tabernacle. Moshe said to the congregation, to the whole community, this is the thing that God commanded to do. What you're about to see is God's commandment. And this was also an answer to the rebellion later of Korach, where Korach says, hey, Moshe, you took your brother and you gave him a job. Nepotism, says Hashem. I want everyone to see that this is godly, this is miraculous, this is divine. And Moshe brought close Aaron and his sons, and he washed them with the water, he purified them. Verse 7, and he put the special tunic upon him, and he put his belt on him, he put the robe of the high priest, that beautiful blue robe, and he put the apron, the multicolored apron upon which the breastplate sat, and he bound him with the band of the, of the ephod, and he bound him with it. He then placed the breastplate upon him, Avi, can you get me the tabernacle book, please? And he put into the breastplate the Urim and the Tumim, the precious stones. And I know we did this a while ago, but just to refresh your memories, or for those who may be new, 
This is what we're talking about. Every Kohen wore these four garments. Can we zoom in a little bit? My producer is out to lunch. That's okay. Lunch is a good thing. Every Kohen wore these four garments. And here we have the beautiful robe we talked about. And here we have the apron band, the apron with the band. And here we have the front view of the high priest, the Kohen Gadol. And here, I, I, it's hard for me to see. I think we have a rear view here. Is that correct? And here we have the actual breastplate. So this is some of the ornamentation of the high priest. Okay, thank you. Nine, Vayosem es hamitznefes al and he placed a hat on his head, Vayosem al hamitznefes, and on the hat, good morning, he placed El Mupona before its forefront, as Atzitz Hazov, the golden plate, Nezer HaKedosh, the holy crown, and that refers to a head plate that the high priest wore that said, Kodesh LaShem, sacred to Hashem, Kasher Tziv HaShem as Moshe, exactly as God commanded Moshe. Uh, Rashi 8, Esa Urim Ksov Shoshem HaMaforosh, the Urim, says Rashi, was a Kabbalistic name of God, which, as we used to say when we were kids, this was the battery of the breastplate, the Kabbalistic name, made it do all of these miraculous things, which it did. These are the various ribbons of blue wool that were fixed on the plate. He placed it over the hat. So the plate was also connected to the hat, and there was a long Rashi earlier that the ribbons were on the hat and under the hat and coming and going and so on. Also want to point out that what we said earlier, that the Kohen Godel wore the plate here and the hat here, and in between he had his film. Ten, Vayikach Moshe Shemen Amishcha. Moshe took the anointing oil, Vayimshech Hasamishkan, and he anointed the tabernacle of Koshabay and everything in it. Vayikadashesam, and he sanctified them. Eleven, Vayazmi Manuel Amizbeach, and he sprinkled thereof upon the altar, Sheba Pamim, seven times. And he anointed the altar, and all of its vessels, and the laver, the wash basin, and its base, to sanctify them. The laver stood on a pedestal type thing. 11, Rashi says, I know it says that this was done, but I'm not sure. Where this exact deed was commanded, because the fact that it was done we see, but it was not specifically commanded. Many commentaries discuss. Some say there was a general commandment of anointing, but the fact is that even the altar was anointed and it was sprinkled upon seven times. Twelve, he poured from the anointing oil upon the head of Aaron and anointed him, the Kadshay, to sanctify him. 
How does that work? First he poured a little oil on his head, and then he guides the oil between his eyelids, and he extended the oil with his finger, from one to the other. That's the anointing. There's a Pesach, a verse in Tehillim, Kashem and Hatov, Hayored Alarosh, like the beautiful oil that comes down the head, dripping down to the beard of Aharon. This was a sacred expression of anointing. Twelve, uh, thirteen, by Yaakov Meshes B'nai Aaron, and Moshe then brought forth Aaron's sons, by Yalbishim Kutones, and he put their outfit on them, he put their shirts on them, by their robes. They the regular Kohen wore like a elongated shirt, like a robe-type shirt. And bound them with a belt, and put hats upon them. The regular Kohen had four garments. They had, of course, the pants, and then they had the hat, the long shirt, and the belt. Exactly as God commanded Moshe, is binding end of today's Chumash portion.